Are your kitchen and bathroom way overdue for a remodel? Well, I got the guy for you. Call John Sellers at First Response Contracting, 484-256-7136. Both residential and commercial services, and he's licensed and insured. Call him at 484-256-7136, First Response Contracting. From real estate to real life and everything in between, The Brad Wiseman Show. And now, your host, Brad Wiseman. There we have it. We are back in the studio, and I am so, so excited about this guest. We have a repeat guest, which is uh, doesn't happen too often, but I like when it does happen, because then we can catch up on their life, see what's going on. And I am just going to introduce this guy because uh, he's just a good guy. He's a cool guy. Owen Astalis, how you doing, buddy? Brad, it's so good to see you. Thank you for having me back. You're welcome to come back anytime you want. Absolutely. Next time, though, if you could tell your girlfriend not to bring the food into yeah. the studio, because now all I want to do is eat. I'm sorry, man. I'm sorry. We we went to the farmhouse kitchen over in uh, yes. West Reading. Um, delicious. I love yes. it. One of my favorite spots in West I've Reading. never been. And you're, you're loving it. I've never been. Maeve is loving it. Yeah. Yeah. She's back there chomping down and and just having a good time. She's chowing down. I mean, yeah. You probably didn't eat yet. I haven't eaten yet. You look hungry. Do I? You look hungry. Yeah. Like malnourished. A little bit. Yeah. I'm thinking white, like a greenish look almost like drawn in, like, you know, it's it's not good. We'll fix that when, when the show's done though. We'll get Hugo to fix that up for you. Yeah. No, you look great. I love your hair, dude. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, It looks really cool. Going like mad scientist. I love it. Do it while you can. Yeah. Because after a while, it just turns into this, and it you can't do much. That's what my dad tells me. Is he's yeah. like, he's like, dude, he's like, why would you get a haircut when you can grow your hair? Absolutely, so, I agree with that hundred percent. Absolutely. Yeah. All right, so let's catch up here, man. Last time you were here was November twenty twenty two, and you were just um, you were getting out of out of high school. You were just about done. Yeah. Right. Or you were getting out. Yeah. You were going to start college. You're in college now. I'm in college. And where are you at? I'm going to the Savannah College of Art and Design, which I believe I teased in the last podcast. As you well. did. That's right. It was um, a teaser. Yeah, because that was one of the first schools that I applied to and got yes. accepted to. And it was looking really promising at the time and evidently promising enough. O- um, obviously. Yeah. Now it looks real promising. Yeah. Because you've yeah. been there. Yeah. And I love it. And you're, and you're, do- you're changing things up, man. You're doing different things. I mean, when you reached out to me, you know, I was just kind of thinking, okay, what, what's different? Is he doing a movies now? Is he doing, you know, anything different? I know you do music, but let's go into the first topic. You said you're now really going like headstrong, like really into directing. Yes, sir. So tell me about that. Yeah. So, um, basically being, being at school now, I am, uh, I am a decided film major and a minor in cinematography. Okay. Um, I was going to do a minor in dramatic writing, but I decided to bail out of that just because my writing process is very specific to me. Gotcha. Um, and I don't necessarily think that I'll be able to fit myself to Into, like a formulaic gotcha. kind of style. Yeah. Um, so I decided to do a minor in cinematography, which is cool. Cause they have like 16 millimeter and 35 awesome. millimeter film. They still there. have that stuff. Yeah. Isn't that something? Uh, well, SCAD's curriculum, well, I'm sorry, SCAD's uh, tuition is like insanely expensive. Right. And a lot of that goes towards like really, really fun, like, you know, toys that the That's cool. Use. Yeah. Very cool. That, and why do they do that? Why not go right into 4K or go right into, you know, everything else? Well, I mean, they, they do have 4K. Right. I mean, but like, you know, there's like, there's the Ari and yeah. there's the, uh, the red Komodo, which, you know, camera nerds will know. Yeah. It's, I have no idea. That sounded like some kind of train. Is it a train? Like the end of a caboose? <laughs> it's a dragon. Is that a dragon? Yeah. It's a dragon. Thank you, Hugo. It's a dragon that they actually <laughs> the use. Red to Komodo, yeah, the red Komodo. Yeah. It 
like or a, like a coat. Yeah. yeah, I'm wearing my red komodo today yeah. or whatever. You're like a sushi restaurant. That sounds perfect yeah. for a sushi restaurant, right? Really right. So tell me about this now. You're, they they have different uh, cameras and things. Yes. So so you have like obviously like newer cameras that they use on like a lot of Netflix shows, like the red komodo right. use it. Like they use it on Hillbilly Elegy. Okay. Uh, for example. You know something about that movie? I heard. I know a little bit about yeah, it. Yeah, that's right. I've heard. I've heard that. Yeah. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. A little bit. <laughs> Just a little bit. Um, but uh, but no, but I mean, film has kind of had like a renaissance uh, yeah. recently, like in terms of like film cameras wow. um, and, 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 and shooting proper film just because... Uh, the difference between film and digital, right, is that on a film camera, you're getting a series of stills mm-hmm. uh, just played in sequence. Mm-hmm. And then obviously a digital camera, you're getting an actual like proper video. Yep. And so there's something about the film camera that like has this sort of dream like sequence to it because you're not actually getting the full moment. Yeah. You're just getting stills yeah. from the moment. Your brain puts it together. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So it's got this sort of like hallucinatory yeah. effect yeah. that digital doesn't have. And you know what's funny? That's happening in music too there's if you go to buy a techniques receiver today like an actual receiver from back in 1970s okay you will pay at least five thousand dollars for something that has tubes in it that's the old stuff and the reason being is that there's something we don't know how it is or how to define it they still don't understand it but the human ear loves hearing the warmth of more analog yeah. than digital. And it's the same thing with film. That's it's, you know, we, we've gone so digital that everything's gotten, it's just not as warm. It's sterile. It's uh, yeah, a good. Per- that's a good word for sterile. sterile. And, and look at, look at records. Records yeah. have made a comeback. Yeah. There's a vinyl. reason vinyl that's vinyl has made a comeback. And the reason being, if you listen to the same song on a CD yeah. or on Spotify or whatever, and you listen to it on a record player, the difference is amazing. Yeah. It's absolutely. incredible. So it's the same kind of thing. I can't believe they're doing, they're going back that way. Yeah. It's, I love uh, it. It's uh it's, it's having a bit of a Renaissance right yeah. now. Um, you know, like there's guys like Tarantino who have been like faithful to it, like yeah. their, their whole careers, obviously, right. but even like newcomers like Damien Chazelle, he made a movie called Babylon. He made La La Land yeah. on Netflix. Mm-hmm. All of that was shot on, on film. Yeah. Uh, and it's more expensive. Absolutely. Yeah. It's more expensive. Yeah, Cause you got to develop all that, right? Yeah. 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 But we're going to get to use it at SCAD. That is awesome. Soon. So what, what took you towards the director situation? I mean, cause that wasn't, I don't think that was a conversation last time we talked. I don't think it was either. Um, I was, I was more focused on, on acting them and as I, I still am now, you know, like the way that I see it is that acting is plan a for me. Gotcha. I want to be an actor as long as I can be while yeah. I'm young. Um, so I can just like maximize the kind of roles that I'm able to play right. and all that sort of stuff. Um, but I think directing sort of came into the forefront for me more so whenever I was on Hillbilly Elegy, uh, and working with, with Ron extensively. Yeah, one of the best directors in the world. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. But that's yeah. the thing, right? Yeah. Is that like being on sets my whole life, like the directors were always secondary to like the other, like A-listers that I was like working with, like yeah. Jennifer Lopez and Ray Liotta, where, right. where it's like, they're the center of attention. Yep. Then on Hillbilly Elegy, the most important person in the room all the time was Ron. Isn't that incredible? That's yeah. incredible. Yeah. And yeah. I saw him and I saw how everybody circled around him all the time. I mean, the whole mm. vision is, is, is centered around what he sees for it. Right. You know, right. and everybody is a player and, and, and a tool in living out his vision. Wow. That's a different way to describe that. It really is. Cause you're right. Cause you, you know, and you look at some movies, I think the actors probably have more freedom or they have more, it's not as much of the director's vision, but with Ron, you're saying it was definitely like, this is his thing. This well, yeah. I mean, he's, he's one of those, those guys who's like a true auteur 
you yeah. know, filmmaker. Yeah. Like, and there's like, there's not many of those guys out there. And, and I just realized that I'm like, what's the difference between like a Ron Howard film versus a Martin Scorsese film yeah. versus like an MCU film? Yeah. And why does one work and another one doesn't interesting and and that just like provoked my own thought to be like well what's the difference between you know a ron howard film martin scorsese film and mcu film versus an owen astalis film yeah exactly you know what i mean so you're dissecting that you're kind of tearing you're kind of digging in and dissecting what the differences are and 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 yeah you know and and also you're gonna have your own take on things and well exactly i'm because you're doing a short film I'm doing, I'm doing, that was a good segue, right? Right into the short film. There we go. Right there. Short film. We're here. Yes. Uh, Short film. So I I have a short film coming out uh, that I made at school with classmates of mine called uh, brother's keeper. Cool. That's going to be on my YouTube channel. So we'll be able to see this. Absolutely. Awesome. It's going to be accessible to to everybody. That's great. Always. Yeah. Um, It's a short film. It's going to be about uh, 10 minutes long and it's, it's, it's a really neat story. It's something very personal to me, sort of about the fallout between two brothers. Oh, wow. Um, and then I'm, I'm in production on another short film right now that we just shot at Dave's diner in Adamstown and, uh, delicious food also. Yeah. A great breakfast spot, but um, a little plug, little plug for Dave's diner. Well, dude, (laughs) Dave's just, that's good, man. It's awesome. Plug as many as you want. I don't care. No, sorry. Uh, but, uh, no. So, so this new one is called uh, sincerely Joel and it's a script that I wrote over the summer and I knew I wanted to direct it at some point, but just like scheduling and stuff like that with some of the different cast members and crew members didn't pan up until November. Yeah. Uh, So we went into, uh, main production, which is us like shooting and being on location at Dave's and we shot it and now I'm in the editing process with it. Uh, cool. That sounds so fun. Written by me, directed by me. I I starred in it. I played a character and I'm going to, I'm going to edit it. Very cool. So that's going to be on YouTube also. Yes, sir. Okay. So now does that run through the school? Is that how you get the equipment for that and everything? Or is that, is this separate from the school, your college or, or is it, how does that work? So brothers keeper is, is connected to SCAD. Uh, okay. That, that's technically like a SCAD project. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Sincerely Joel is is all my own, completely self-funded. Mm. Uh, I use some of the money that I, I've made like from acting yeah. over the years that I finally got access to, to invest. Oh, you don't in. have, that's, I was going <laughs> to, did you have access, access to, to that? Not like forever, forever I didn't um, until I turned 18. And then you had access to And then to I it. showed up to the bank and I was like, I'm here to collect. <laughs> did you really? <laughs> I'm here to collect. <laughs> Give me my money. I was always wondering how that works. Yeah. So like child actors, they, they can't touch it. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. No, I walked out of the bank like with all cash too, with like all Whoa. of my earnings that I made. Wow. That's like, pretty good. Yeah. 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 So you had enough money to start working on this film and whatever that you're doing by yourself. Yes. And plus maybe a little bit left over for lunch today. For lunch today. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yes. That was very nice. Very nice of you to do that. Yeah. That's amazing. So the director thing is cool. You're going to have to keep uh, tabs on that with us. I'd like to, to be up to date on what's going on and send us the stuff so we can share it on our social medias and all Absolutely. that. That'd be awesome. So the other thing, you're seeing the differences between um, high school and, and college. Yes, what's, what's your biggest, what are the biggest differences? I mean- there's like, I don't even know where to begin. I mean, you know, you, you could talk about sort of like the, the social cliques that exist. Yeah. I was just gonna, let's back up just real quick. I remember in the last podcast, sure. we had discussed the treatment that you got in pub, in the public school system yeah. at, at one point. Yeah. And we had, we had talked about that because you were doing something different than any of the other kids were doing. Right. They probably, and at, at that time in, in kids' lives or teenagers and things, they have a hard time dealing with that. They yes. don't know how, they don't know what, you know what it is? They don't know what click to put you in. Because yes. there was no, there was no child actor clicked. Absolutely click, right? not. That, that's was. not, there's no. nothing there. And if there is, you're the only one in it. Yeah, right. <laughs> you're yeah. by yourself. So what's interesting, now you're about, now you're with your people. Exactly. 
right? Exactly. Yeah. No, I mean, artists. I always existed in my own hemisphere in high school. Yep. Um, and I get uh, it. And it was just because, you know, like when I was a kid, like I was, you know, I was unathletic and I didn't play sports and that was the that thing. Be me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? I know exactly what you you're what talking, talking about. about. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So I was unathletic and I didn't play sports. And so like, I never like made friends on like the football team. Yeah. You know, I never made friends on the basketball yeah. team. And then I did theater camp and I made friends there. And I was like good at it. And it was like, as if I was like, you know, some sort of like, you know, star quarterback, but in theater camp kind of thing. And then it eventually got to the point where I wasn't doing theater camp anymore. And I was instead like acting on sets uh, and like working with professionals. And then they sort of like became my tribe. Mm -hmm. And then things sort of went downhill in high school because uh, I wasn't acting professionally as much anymore because I was in sort of the awkward phase and COVID was going on. So then I was just kind of like sad all the way around, obviously, because yeah. I'm, I'm in high school, you know, my tribe is on set yep. and I'm surrounded by a bunch of people who I never really bothered with before. Yeah. It's um, a weird, it's a weird situation. Right. Yeah. Um, and you know, I was, I was the weird art kid. Yeah. Um, and so I, I kind of for a while thought that like, you know, people just didn't like, wouldn't really like me and yeah. that I was going to just kind of like be in my own. I think they just didn't understand you. No, I mean, cause they, they understand life as being very like one dimensional yes. um, in one way, which is fine. I mean, like that's like the world that they exist in, mm-hmm. you know, and that's, and that's cool, but yeah. it's not at all the world that I was a no. part of. No, exactly. Um, you were seeing things that they never saw, probably will never see. Yeah. Um, and, and it, it made you grow up real quick. Yeah. 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 And I mean, I, I, did, I just like, I lived like, you know, most of my, my high school life besides that LCDS, uh, and during my senior year yeah. that we kind of talked about, but I lived like most of my high school life. It's just like very, like, I'm going to say self-absorbed, not necessarily in like yeah. a, in like a bad way, no, but, I but you know, I just, I had a lot of my own stuff going on. Yeah. Um, and then now going to college, I'm meeting all of these other kids, um, who like myself were also the weird art kid <laughs> in high school. Yeah. I got and it. I got we it. Sort of like, you know, bonded t- yeah. together and like formed this little, commune yeah well they always say misery loves company but it's not misery it's just you now found company yeah you found company yeah it's it's absolutely it's it's really a beautiful thing that's the cool thing about college i think when especially if you're going into an art school or something like that you know there's not many people in high school that are not many people at all doing things at the level you were doing them yeah so it's just and also we're in an area that's not as accepting about doing something that different yeah. You know, so it's, it's an interesting thing, but I'm glad that you turned that you turned the tide there. You're now in college and it seems like you're going, well, you met somebody and she's in the studio here, which is cool. Yes. And now let's talk about your music phase. Yeah. Because last time you were here, you were, you were hardcore into to playing live and you were at yeah. the railroad house and doing different things. And, uh, so where's that going? I played at the railroad house the other night, actually. I um, did too. Did you know that? Did you actually? Yeah, I did. No kidding. I think I played the week before you did. Really? Yeah, I'm there back there uh, third Thursday of every month. I play 5.30 to 8 o'clock. It's a happy hour gig. Dude, I'm there. Yeah, come I'm on. There. Come January 18th, actually. A little plug for myself there. Yeah, just so you know. done. I'm yeah. Absolutely there. <laughs> you um, should come. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, no, I played there. Uh, yeah, I saw it on, on Facebook. You were there. This last Monday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. This last Monday. Uh, tonight, I have a gig at Bixler's Lodge. Actually. Oh, yeah. Yeah, eight to ten down in Antietam. Um, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. my God, yeah, yeah. So I'm gonna be I'm gonna be hanging there. Now, are you um, doing acoustic acoustic by yourself uh, type gig, or are you doing with other people? Tonight, it's gonna be a two hour all acoustic set. Awesome, um, very cool. Which is sort of the new era of like music and songwriting that I've kind of moved into. Yeah. Um, I I've just like really been exploring my folk influence. Yes. And like the folk discography that I've been listening to. Very cool. And I've 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 taken my songwriting in a, in a different place where before it was like a bit poppier. 
and a bit more like, yeah. you know, uh, just a bit more mainstream, I guess. Yeah. And I, I've sort of decided that, that I want to kind of do something a bit more honest to me and like where I'm at now. And so I've, I've taken more of like a folk approach. I started playing harmonica. Um, nice. Yeah. So I have like, the very whole, cool. You can come um, into our gig and you can play, you can do the piano man from uh, Billy Joel. You can do the harmonica yeah, part for us. It'd yeah, be no, great. Ab- absolutely. <laughs> Let's do it. That's a cool instrument. It's very cool, especially paired with the acoustic guitar. You know, yeah, like can the, you get that the thing, right? Right, you can. Yeah, yeah. Looks like right. a, looks like you have braces on or something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I'm I'm gonna be playing a lot of harp tonight. Um, which cool. is which is cool. I'm kind of doing like the Bob Dylan thing. I love um, it right now. Yeah, you know, it's with music and with anything else, you have to be true to yourself. Yeah, you know, and when I started singing again, you know, just in my just for the heck of it, because I just wanted to. I remember the first thing I said to Jeff, the piano player that I that I play with. I said, I don't want to do anything that I don't want to do. Right. It sounds stupid, but for many years when I did other bands and did was in the music sure. uh, realm, I always, you'd play stuff that people, uh, other people want you to play. And I just don't want to do that anymore. I want to yeah. be real to myself. I want to sing what I want to sing because yeah. I'm doing it now for the love of doing it. I'm not doing it for the money or anything like that. And that's what I think when you're talking about writing and doing what you're doing now, mm-hmm. the acoustic and the harmonica, you're just being true to yourself. I'm being true to myself and I'm also being honest with myself. Yeah in a way that I've never really been before Cool. while writing songs. Like everything's been very, uh, very are you happy with it? I'm so happy with it, Brad. Good. I, I, good, I good, mean, good. the other night I was in New York, um, with my girlfriend and I wrote like one of the best songs, probably like the best song I think I've ever written. Sweet. Um, just cause it was like one of those, like kind of like, you know, perfect chemistry yeah. moments. Mm-hmm. Um, and I wrote this song and it's, it's just like the most honest I think I've ever been about myself I love in, in that. the circumstance that I'm in where everything else before has been kind of romanticized yeah. a bit. Yeah. And I'm not like, I haven't been able to breach the barrier of vulnerability that you mm. kind of have to get past to like yeah. make really good art. Absolutely. You know? They always say, I mean, even with, uh, <laughs> with Taylor's, what they always say for every breakup, she writes a great song, Yeah, you know, and that's so true. I mean, it's so true. You have emotions is where, where it comes from. You know, you, you gotta have an emotion going on. If you have nothing going on in your life, you're not gonna be writing good songs. You yeah. gotta, you gotta really dig into that stuff. Absolutely. That's cool. So anything else going on? Is there any, anything else going on? No, I mean, you know, not really. I've just been, uh, I've just been, uh, oh, I'm getting ready to move to Savannah. Did I tell you? About You're that? moving to Savannah? I'm moving Very to Savannah. cool. Yes, I do know that. I yeah. do know. That. I saw that also on social media. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. We're, we're like properly the whole, moving. Everybody's there. moving. The family's packing. The whole, everybody's moving. So uh, what do you guys, um, I mean, you're going to stay there then and be in Savannah. That's it. Yeah. So like, so they're like going to buy a house in Savannah. Excellent. And then I think I'm going to live off campus, uh, next year. So I'm going to start like looking for my own apartment as well. Very cool. In Savannah. And then I think I'm going to spend like, I really, really being in the city, like a lot recently, uh, doing this, uh, new show that I have in the works. Oh yeah. Can you talk a little bit about the new show you're doing? Is it a show or a movie? It's a TV show. TV show. It's a limited series. Um, there's not a lot I can say about it. Okay. It's, uh, it's going to be on max. Okay. Um, pretty soon. And then like whenever there's more details released about it, yeah. I'll, I'll be able to talk about it, but it's been fantastic being able to be a part of it so far. Oh, it good. feels so, so, so good to be in the industry. Can you at least say comedy drama? Crime. What is it? Crime. Crime. There you go. There's a good one. Yes, sir. <laughs> so we have to make sure stuff's not missing when he leaves the uh, studio tonight. Yeah, right? yeah, I know. I'm, He's so into character now. Method. Don't take my red eight ball. I mean, that's very important. Dude, it's a nice It's eight a nice eight ball, isn't it? Nice I bet you never saw a red one before. Kind of matching my sweatshirt. Oh, yeah, exactly. Red and red over there, red there. That's right. So I'll tell you what, man, that is awesome. We are going to uh, have you back, hopefully, if you're willing to come back. Love to. Yeah. And Maeve, if you want to get on next time, too, we have, we have room for another seat here. You can talk about what you're doing school that'd be awesome tell your mother and father i said hello i will absolutely and anything else you want to tell anybody um 
I hope everybody's having a great day. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm having a great day. Yeah. Especially now that you guys were here, of course. All righty, that's it. Thanks a lot, buddy. I appreciate it. Too bad. All right, there you have it. Owen, man, I'll tell you, this was great catching up. It's been a while. It's been over a year since I've talked to him, and there's so much going on, and it's just a, just a fun time. That's about it. Come see us every Thursday, 7 p.m., right here on Facebook, Instagram, and wherever else you can find us. All right. Are your kitchen and bathroom remodels a little overdue? Well, now's your chance to call First Response Contracting. John Sellers will take care of you. 484-256-7136. They do residential and commercial, and they're licensed and insured. Give them a call at 484-256-7136.